Saturday, I went to the Jonas Brothers concert solo. Like I told you guys that I would in the previous episode. Y'all, I loved it. Why haven't I gone to any other concert by myself before? I had the best time, first of all. So that day, I actually wasn't even planning on going anymore because I had some family stuff going on and family's priority. But I ended up going anyway, like last minute. And it was actually raining that day. And it was all the way in the woodlands, which is like an almost, it might be even more than an hour with traffic away from me. And um, I've never driven there by myself before. So I was debating whether or not I should drive myself. I really hope you don't hear the guy downstairs mowing the lawn. Um, I hope this is not picking it up. But uh, yeah, I was debating on whether or not I should drive or if I should just Uber over there. And the Uber fare was like, it's not going to be cheap. I already know because it was like an hour drive. I think it was like $40, $60, something around that range. And um, so I took an Uber. I got there. By the way, right when I stepped out of the Uber, I slipped. I didn't fall. I caught myself. But somebody saw it. And I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. And so I got there and I walked around for a little bit. I got my merch. If you don't follow me on With a Capital T, you really should. Um, I posted some clips when I was there by myself. So I got merch and um, I went to go sit down at my seat to see where it was. And I sat, it was a pretty close, I'm not going to say it was like super close, like floor seats, but it was within a good view. The only thing I don't like about the Cynthia Mitchell Wood Pavilion is that um, the levels, like the seats, the one behind you, it's not um, very tall. And so it's kind of like at a very slight angle. And so even if the person in front of you that's sitting in front of you is not even that tall, you still probably, their head is probably obstructing your view. That's the only thing, but it's fine. I was standing up the entire time. And I've heard this on an Emma Chamberlain podcast before on anything goes, she says, no one, you think when you are out and about that people are looking at you, people do not care. Literally nobody cares. And so I felt so free. And like, I felt like I did not give a flying F what anyone thought of me because I was by myself and I was having the time of my life. I was flinging my hands. I was like screaming the lyrics at the top of my lungs. Um, and it was great. It was really great. Um, and then afterwards, I was um, trying to get an Uber back home, and it was a Saturday night, okay? I, and I, I don't really go out to, like, clubs or bars or anything, so I never really have the need to Uber around on a Saturday night. Um, but tell me why. The Uber fare was $155 back home. I was like, what in the world? So I had gotten out at around like 1130, 11 o'clock. And that's what the Uber fares were at that time. And I was like, heck no. So there's this lounge at the Cynthia Mitchell Wood Pavilion, which anyone is free to go in. You don't need to have a spe special ticket or anything. Um, and it looks like you do need to have a special ticket, but you don't. So that closes an hour after the event ends. So I was like, all right, let me just wait around to see if the rate will go down. Because if you've never used Uber before, sometimes when you refresh, it changes the price. Um, and I actually ran into an old friend of mine. Actually, this is, <laughs> I don't know why I always get into 
myself in the craziest situations like people from the past always come about so there's this guy from my past who I've never talked about and I will never talk about because he's really he's not in my life anymore but his sibling his younger sister um I was pretty pretty close with I think um and I actually took her and her best friend to the last Jonas Brothers concert and um we ran into each other and I was we took a picture and I was telling her like, yeah, like I'm waiting for my Uber fare, like these Uber fares to go down. She's like, why don't I just take you home? And I was like, are you sure? Like, this is like an hour drive opposite direction of where you're going to. She's like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. Like, you're so nice. And when we got back into the car, like her and her friends were talking about Waterburger, And I was like, oh, like there's a Waterburger next to my apartment. Like I got you guys because you were so nice enough to like drive me home and stuff like that. So she took me home and um, I didn't speak at all about the guy or her brother, um, but we just caught up and it was a really good time. And I don't think she told her brother until she got home because because um, she didn't post anything on her story about us, like about our picture until the following day. Um, crazy how things like that always happen to me. I don't know why. Anyway, this kind of segments into what, this episode is about getting out of your comfort zone. Um, me going to a concert alone is a huge deal for me, even though it might not sound like a huge deal to you guys. Like people take solo trips a lot and you don't really think about it, but you become so okay with yourself and so happy with yourself when you do things alone. Um, and, and, a lot of people, they told me, like, you need to do things alone. You need to, like, learn how to be on, be on your own. And I never really understood it until now. And I feel like I've talked – I've kind of touched about this in a, another episode. But this is really out of my comfort zone, like, extremely out of my comfort zone, um, especially to this venue. Like, I've gone to Toyota Center multiple, multiple times. Um, but the woodlands, I really don't like the woodlands, but I forced myself to go and it was amazing. And the more I go out by myself, the more dates that I take out, the, the more dates that I have by myself, the more I learn about me and I'm more intuitive. I'm more confident. Um, and I, I see life differently now and I'm able to carry myself on my own without the need of having somebody else there with me. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day and it said something like how he was trying to start this self-discovery journey, but um, he got so in love with the self-discovery journey that he doesn't even want to hang out with anyone anymore, which I totally feel I totally, not that I don't want to hang out with anyone, but the other day I was um, hanging out with my friends from nursing school. So I have a couple of friends from nursing school who we hang out like once in a blue moon and we were just going to go to Korean barbecue. We ended up doing some spontaneous stuff afterwards, but as I was getting ready for that, I didn't even want to go out. I just wanted to stay home, even though I haven't seen them in a long time. I think the last time I saw them was my book launch party, but I didn't even want to go out because I just want to stay at home and be by myself. And I even told them, like, once I met up with them, I was like, y'all, if I'm being honest, like, I really just want to stay home tonight. And even one of the, one of the other girls was like, yeah, me too. Like, but I mean, we, we all ended up having a great time. 
and um we did we went to the van gogh exhibit um that night we weren't even planning on going but it was kind of like a last minute thing so we all went and i don't know if i would recommend it um i mean it was fine it was cool but i don't know if i would fork up the money again to go um i think it was $55. So I think the cheapest is like 40. It depends on what time and what day you go. We went at a 10 o'clock on a, uh, what day did we go? On a Wednesday, Thursday? It was a weekday. It wasn't a Friday or Saturday, I can tell you that. Um, anyway, now I'm getting off topic. But um, yeah, so I really enjoy my time alone and I didn't think that it would be get like this. Um, I'm going to do a whole other episode on the things I've learned being alone um, and the greatness that it's brought to my life. But today's episode is going to be getting out of your comfort zone. This is so scary for a lot of people. And I know that there are lots of, if you're on that TikTok side, on the for you side of TikTok, where you have a bunch of like manifestation sayings and these little phrases of trying to manifest your love, trying to manifest um, your life, all of that stuff. Trust me, I'm on it too. But the only way that I got to where I am today, the only reason why I have the blessed life that I have today is because I got out of my comfort zone. And I'll tell you that specific turning point in my life that happen within the past two years um, that changed my life completely. So if you don't know my background um, or if you didn't watch the trailer, I kind of speak on this a little bit. Growing up, I was always dependent on other people. I always depended on my happiness for other people. And I lived at home. I always had my parents around. I always had my sisters around. And if not, some guy that I was talking to was always there for me or a friend somebody. And so when I got myself in trouble, I knew somebody was going to be there to dig myself out of it. Um, Somebody else, not myself, but somebody else would dig me out of it. Um, And if I had a problem, I knew somebody could fix it for me. And it wasn't going to be me because I was so dependent on other people. And that's how I how it was for up until what, 20, 22, 22 years of my life, 23 years of my life. And I was comfortable like that. That's all I knew. But I knew that there was, I I needed to grow as a person. Like I could not be like that forever. When I was 21, I started working my first big girl job as a med surge nurse. Um, I was a new grad at the time. This was my first time that I was getting like real, real um, like big girl money. I was still living at home though. Um, and I was still stuck in that thinking that, oh, if something happens, somebody will be there to fix it. And I realized at one point, like, I need to grow the F up. I need to experience life by myself and fix my problems by myself. And whenever, sorry, whenever COVID hit the hospital, the hospital that I was working at, I was on a med surge unit. And so um, that floor, all we took was elective surgeries. And 
emergency surgeries. So we did GI surgeries and plastic surgeries. When COVID hit, they had stopped all elective surgeries. So that wiped out like 90% of our patients on the floor. And so if you wipe out all of those patients, why you don't need seven nurses on the floor to take care of three patients, right? So we would have about two patients, I mean, two nurses that were needed on the floor. And then you would probably ask, okay, so what happened with the other nurses? So the other nurses, they either were floated to a COVID floor or they were canceled that night, which meant that either you don't get paid or you use your PTO to get paid. And if you got floated to the COVID floor, I had asked nurses that got floated to the COVID floor like what they were given as PPE, and they were not being given N95s unless under certain circumstances. Um, At the height of COVID, at the start, nobody knew what COVID was. We were all freaking scared for our lives to go to work. It was blasted all over the news, and I didn't feel comfortable going to work um, because I wasn't protected. And now I'm thinking, like, man, like, People, now I'm thinking like, I always was expecting somebody to protect me. And when nobody could protect me because I didn't have an N95, I left. I quit my job. Wow. That never really like occurred to me. I mean, yes, I was scared of COVID, but had somebody given me an N95, I would definitely, you know, work still. But anyway, we weren't given proper PPE. I didn't feel comfortable. And I left and it was the easiest and the hardest decision for me because I was so used to the way of life that I was living. I would have fun on my off days, go to work, have fun on my off days, go to work. And now all of a sudden it's either I go to work and I'm not protected and I'm not given PPE or I quit my job and don't know what I'm doing Um, because I was always somebody who had a plan because that's what was comfortable for me. Um, I had backup plans. I had a plan in mind for everything. I plan everything out. And so now I'm like, oh, shoot, like I quit my job. And I remember like the first night I was applying for every job that I could find. Um, I really, really wanted pediatrics. That was my main goal. As a new grad, I applied for pediatric jobs, but I wasn't lucky enough to get one. And so I was like, all right, now's my chance. I didn't know how hard it was to get a job during COVID as a nurse. You would think that it was easy because all you see on the internet is and, uh, and on the TV is that there's a nursing shortage. Yes, there's a nursing shortage, But also at the same time, hospitals were not generating much revenue because they had canceled surgeries. And surgeries is one of the main revenues for hospitals. If they're not doing surgeries, they don't have money to hire new nurses. And so rejection after rejection, I had applied to 15 plus, 20 plus jobs, and I continued to get rejected. This was my turning point in my life because every single day up until this point, I, somebody was behind me fixing the problems for me. I knew that somebody was going to pick up the pieces for me, that um, if I had fucked up in any way, somebody would be there. But this decision was mine, and I had to fix it by myself. 
And so I had gone months unemployed. I think I, I went four months unemployed. But every single day, I was searching on the internet for a job. I was applying to jobs every single day. Um, obviously, you can't do that for 24 hours a day. And so that's when I started Hello Tiffy RN. And I first started it just as a means to help out nursing students. Little did I know, now you guys know who I am. Little did I know it was going to turn into an entire business. It was going to turn into my side hustle. It would be the main means for me um, being able to live in this apartment to pay off my bills. It has grown tremendously. I started Hello Tiffy RN during that time when I was unemployed because all I was doing was sitting at home. Where could you go? It was COVID. Also, during that time, I came up with the idea to write a book. And that book came about, it was published back in August, so two months ago. But that idea came about during then. Um, and everything just started getting into place when I got out of my comfort zone and I quit my job. Um, I moved into this apartment. I never thought that I would move out so soon. But like I said, I needed to change my ways. I needed to learn how to be by myself and get out of my comfort zone or else I would never be the person that I am today. It forced myself to learn how to be on my own. Um, I started gaining new friends when I moved into this apartment. I got my job finally. It was now I'm a pediatric oncology nurse. Um, I've guest spoken for universities because of Hello Tiffy RN. I've collaborated with different companies because of Hello Tiffy RN. Had I not grown the following, I probably wouldn't have started this podcast with a capital T. Everything falls into place, but you have to take the leap and get out of your comfort zone. I really have to start remembering to silence my phone before I start these recordings, but you have to step out of your comfort zone. Had I not quit my job, had I had just been complacent and been like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll take it. If I'm not going to be in proper PPE, I'll just continue to work here. Hello Tiffy RN would not have been a thing. I would not be in this apartment. I would not have the friends that I have now. I would still be depending on other people. I would not have guest spoken at universities. The book would not be published. I would not have this podcast. I would not have a side hustle. I would not, I would probably be not, I wouldn't say living paycheck to paycheck, um, but I definitely would not have extra income to, you know, have more fun. Um, and it all began because I got out of my comfort zone. And it's really, it was, it was difficult quitting my job. I, it's because it was the first job that I, I really had, a first real job that I had. And I was only working there for about 14 months. So it was like a year and two months. It took me so long to get comfortable working there, know who to call, 
know what to do in emergency situations, how to treat the patients, what medications we're giving, how to talk to the doctors and stuff. It took me so long to learn all of that. And then just to think, all right, I'm going to quit my job and have to relearn all of that. It's scary. It is so scary. But let me tell you something. Success never comes from being stagnant. You can only have success by taking risk. It's not just luck. Nothing comes by luck. You have to work for it. You can't, if you want to grow as a person, you have to take action. You can't just manifest it. I think that's where I was going earlier. You can't just look at these TikToks and just say the phrases and write these phrases and close your eyes and write it on your phone. Trust me, I've, I've been there. I've done some crazy stuff, but you can't do that. I've tried several times to help out people who are my friends, try to get them on the right track because they saw me growing as a person and, and having the life that I have now and they wanted to be there. And so I tried to help them. But if you don't want to put in the work, then it's not going to happen. You are your own motivator. And I've, I've seen it several times where I've tried helping my friends um, become a better person because I believe that everybody has still um, work to do. There's always work to be done on yourself. We always, we're always learning. We're always growing. But if they don't want the help themselves, you cannot do that for them. It's not your job to fix up people. That's something that I've learned. It's not your job to help somebody else. You need to help yourself before you help other people. And even then, they have to motivate themselves. If they don't have the motivation within themselves to change, you can't do it for them. You are wasting your time. You're wasting your energy that you need to be putting on yourself. Also, with the, this going with the same thing, People say, oh, they want to change. They'll change for two seconds and they can revert right back to who they used to be. I've seen it. Even the, rec the past week, I've seen it. This guy was telling me, do you guys hear that? That's my, uh, my laundry machine, my washing machine going into orbit. You know, like when you don't level out the clothes, it's like making that tumbling noise. Hopefully it doesn't get picked up on the mic. But I saw it within the past week, like this guy um, was like giving me all these promises about what he was going to do with his, with his life and what he learned. And I see him, he's going right back to where he was at before. And I'm like, what did you learn out of the conversation that we had? Like, I, I thought that we had talked all about how we, you were going to change your life because of X, Y, Z, and he's back at square one. It takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of um, stamina to be able to really, really change your life if you really want to. And it's possible. It really is possible. But you have to put in the work yourself. You can't wait around waiting for miracles to happen because that's not how life works. Do you think that anything that I have in my life right now is because I sat around and I waited Hello Tiffy RN did not come about just because I was sitting down and all of a sudden one day I made an Instagram account. No, I put in hours and hours of work. 
creating the post, finding resources, posting it on my website. And then behind that all, the business side of it all, finances, trying to keep track of taxes, like so much of it goes into it. Also, there are people who, 24 years old, still act like they're in their high school ways. And and me and my friend were talking about it earlier, how some people, they just don't grow up. There's a, what's her name? Kelsey Ballerina? Ballerini? Um, They're like Peter Pan. They They don't grow up. They're still stuck in their high school ways. You can't grow if you stay where you are. You can't grow if you stay stagnant. You have to take action. And I feel like a broken record, but I hope that you guys know that all of the blessings that have come into my life only started to happen and come to me when I got out of my comfort zone. It just takes one leap of faith. It takes one risk for everything to come to you. And you can't be lazy. You have to work for it. Once it does come, you have to keep up with the work. Because then you're just going to fall downhill and revert back to where you used to be before. If you want to be successful, if you want to have the life that you've been manifesting, then you need to work for it and you need to work hard for it. And once you get it, it's a continuous work. It's like when you get a significant other, or when you get a girlfriend, when you get a boyfriend, you can't just be all lovey-dovey in the honeymoon phase. And once you get them, then everything that you did before flies out the window. Because I'm sure you guys can relate and you've seen it before where if the other person stops um, trying, if they feel like, okay, I already have them. They're my significant other. They're not going anywhere. I'm going to stop putting in the effort. They will leave you. Trust me, that relationship was is not going to last. Just like your success is not going to last if you don't keep putting in the work. And I really hope that you guys hearing my story and where I came from and how my life came to be inspires you to get off your lazy butt and do something about your own life. You can sit in awe about other people's success and wish and do those silly TikTok manifestation things and tarot readings. But if you don't start today, you're going to keep telling yourself, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. It's never going to come. And I think that's the wrap for this episode. Because I feel like if I just keep going, I'm just going to keep saying the same thing. Um, This is probably one of my favorite, favorite episodes because um, I talked about this in my book. This is probably the gist of my book or or a portion of my book is to do with how my life came to be how it is today. Um, But in the book, I really didn't preach other people to get out of your comfort zone and take risks. Um, like I did in this podcast. But I hope that you like the episode and I, and I hope that you take something and you learn something from this and you put forward it in your life and so that you can have success in your life and keep at it. 
and we can all be successful. There's so much success in the world that we can all have some. Um, so I hope that you have a rest, a good rest of the day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this, and I will see you guys in the next episode.